Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Northern Kentucky Spotlight Podcast presented by CVG. I'm your host, Sarah Brookbank. We've got two great guests on the podcast today. First up, we are spotlighting Cancer Support Community of Greater Cincinnati and Northern Kentucky. Executive Director Kelly Schoen tells us about their mission and a fundraising event they have coming up in November at Hotel Covington. On our NKY at Work segment, Nancy Spivey will be joined by Rob Lugie, National Employment Director of Disabled American Veterans, who shares tools and information for employers seeking veteran talent. Thank you to our podcast sponsors, our title sponsor, CBG, our digital sponsor, Crew Consulting, and our episode sponsor, Haran. The second installment of our DEI Summit session series is coming up on October 21st. The Northern Kentucky Chamber's DEI Summit Series explores how to integrate diversity, equity, and inclusion efforts in the workplace as we all continue to make the region more inclusive for everyone. Representatives from Easter Seals Redwoods will lead the next strategy session and will be sharing resources and strategies to ensure that you are prepared and successful in employing individuals from diverse backgrounds. You can get your tickets for that event at nkychamber.com events. Now, let's go hear from our sponsors and meet our members of the week. CVG Airport is the lowest fare airport in the tri-state region with 54 non-stop flights and direct international service to seven destinations, including Paris, France, and now home to both DHLs and Amazon's global cargo hubs. The airport is furthering its position as leader in aviation and is deeply committed to being an economic driver for the community. You can learn more and start your next adventure at CVGAirport.com. Ranking on Google Search and Maps is easy to understand, but hard to do. It requires constant effort and attention, uploading new photos, responding to Google reviews, writing weekly posts, and checking suggested updates. Google listing optimization takes experience and time, and there are no shortcuts. C-Crew gives your Google My Business account the steady, consistent attention it needs to be effective, optimizing, updating, and expanding critical content every single week. From local retail stores to large regional networks, C-Crew generates content, establishes benchmarks, and creates dramatic measurable increases in engagement. So what can C-Crew do for your business? More calls, more clicks, more clients. The Chamber is currently seeking dynamic, insightful, and engaging presenters for the 2023 Talent Strategy Symposium, STAY, A Culture of Retention. The symposium, previously named the Employer Best Practices Symposium, will be held on March 8, 2023. We are seeking 12 speakers to lead roundtable discussions. Does this sound like the job for you? The deadline for applications is Friday, October 21st. You can learn more and apply at nkychamber.com. Congratulations to our members of the week. You can learn more about these businesses by following the Northern Kentucky Chamber on social media, where we will highlight one of these businesses each day. Now, let's meet our members of the week. The Point Arc of Northern Kentucky has a mission to provide opportunities to people with intellectual and developmental disabilities to reach their highest potential educationally, residentially, socially, and vocationally. The Learning Grove was created in 2020 when Children, Inc. and Cincinnati Early Learning Centers merged. The Learning Grove envisions a world where all children and youth reach their full potential and all families the Ludlow Independent School District works to meet the needs of students and strives to ensure that each student that graduates from Ludlow High School is prepared to successfully transition to post-secondary education or the workforce. 
The Northern Kentucky Education Council's mission is to strengthen, unite, and mobilize education, business, and community partners in Northern Kentucky to advance student success and well-being. Me Cozumel has been a favorite place for specialty margaritas, cocktails, and flaming fajitas for more than three years, where guests can spend time with friends and family or celebrate an important event. Hi, everyone. I am joined by Kelly Schoen, the Executive Director of Cancer Support Communities, Greater Cincinnati, Northern Kentucky. Kelly, thank you for joining the podcast today. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. Yes, and you guys are a fairly new chamber member. Um, so tell us a little bit about Cancer Support Communities. So Cancer Support Community is here in the Greater Cincinnati and Northern Kentucky area. We provide free programming for anybody affected by cancer. So it includes patients, long-term survivors, their friends and family members, as well as anyone who's lost a loved one to cancer. And we do support the whole family, so we have children's programs as well. Yeah. The thing that I love is everything is free and research-based, and everything is about building community connections and empowering people going through it. Yeah, and that is such an important thing, uh, especially people dealing with cancer, their families, and their loved ones. That sense of community and support is so important, and I know yes. that's a big part of your mission. Yes, and the big thing that we hear um, is that even though I may be connected by family and friends, it still feels really alone. Um, so we really pride ourselves on creating that space to come as you are and connect with others along the journey to really make quality of life better. And um, I've been here 15 years and I will say every day is incredible. We can see our work and um, the biggest thing that I want to make sure is that we're not the best kept secret, that everybody knows that we're here and everything's free. So there, even if people don't have transportation, we'll help them bridge that gap and really try to provide anything that they would need. Yeah, that is incredible. You mentioned the free part, which is awesome. So tell us a little bit more about those programs and the services that you all offer. Sure. So kind of the heart of our program is support groups. And whenever I say support groups, because I used to interview everyone for support groups, 90% of them would say, I'm not a support group person. And I was like, yep, you're joining a group with a bunch of other non-support group people because cancer comes in and it just changes things. So we do do separate uh, friends and family support groups, breast cancer, as well as multiple diagnoses. Um, so that's something that we really pride ourselves. They're all professionally facilitated by our licensed clinicians. And then um, we do do some disease and situation-specific groups. So if people have um, brain tumors or prostate cancer, if they're single, if they're young adults. Um, so we really try to look at who's coming, what gaps there are in the community and how can we fill those. Um, and the other piece is we do lots of healthy lifestyle activities. So that could be anything from yoga to Tai Chi to mindfulness meditation and really giving people the opportunity to try new things in a safe space. Um, and that's really to help with stress, to help with anxiety before going for scans. Sleeping is a big issue. So a lot of those skill sets really help people, you know, have a better quality of life and day-to-day -day coping. Uh, the other piece is we bring lots of uh, professionals from the community to provide educational 
So we work with all of our local leaders, doctors, nutritionists, dietitians, lawyers, um, you name it, and they come in and donate their time and really have a captive audience that can ask questions and really understand what's going on with them. Yeah. That is incredible. That is a lot. And I'm sure that's a lot. (laughs) And then the part that I love, um, although I love everything, is uh, social events. So some people, it's really hard to walk through our doors or to come to a support group. So to create these social connections where people can still connect with others, uh, not worry if they have a lot of energy or hair or fatigue, but just come in and be themselves in a safe space. Yeah, that is awesome. And so... Like I said, so many different opportunities for people to get involved. How can people get involved? How can they connect with you? Sure. So they can give us a call on our regular phone, 513-791-4060. They can reach out through our website. And we have a referral portal there. Or they can just walk through the doors. We have lots of people... um, they don't make an appointment and they say, you know, I drove by your parking lot three times. I finally stopped in to come in. So it's however they would like to access the services. And we try to make it really easy. We always have one of our uh, clinical staff here in case people are distressed or looking for resources outside of what we do. So it's however it works for them. <laughs> that is great. And you guys also have an event coming up here in November. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Sure. So this is a first time event for us. We are super excited. It is going to be on November uh, 17th at six o'clock at Hotel Covington. This is a fundraiser for us. So we, our goal is really to raise enough money to expand our programs and expand our reach because we're seeing a lot of need, especially after the pandemic. But it's going to be super fun. Our honorary chair is Donna Salyer. We're going to have a uh, fashion show with survivors and the fake fur coats and really talking about um, our mission, dinner by the bite, music. It's going to be a fantastic time. We still have sponsorships available. We have tickets available. And um, we're really excited, especially to bring this to Northern Kentucky and have a presence there. Yeah, that would be great. And how can we get tickets for that event? So the best thing to do would be go to our website, which is www.mycancersupportcommunity.org. And right at the top, uh, you'll see a call out button regarding the event. And it's called Stronger Than Cancer Celebration. Yeah, that is great. Kelly, you said you've been with this organization for 15 years, so you've seen a lot of things. In your day-to-day, what is something that you think is really important about the work that you guys are doing in the community? So, yes, I've been here quite a little while. My background is social work, so mainly I oversaw the programs and I became executive director about a little over a year ago. And something that we're working really hard on and intentionally with is making sure that we are reaching populations where healthcare disparities are hitting the hardest. Um, So that is a lot of the African-American population as well as the LBGTQ population. So we are realizing that we can't just be here in Blue Ash in our building or 
for St. Elizabeth's, our Eastgate office, but really taking things into the community um, and meeting people where they are. So we do have an upcoming program at the African American Chamber of Commerce, and um, we have one of our social workers talking about making treatment decisions, which is a really um, important piece of that, and just educating on screening and cultural competency and things like that. So that's something that's a new, it's always been part of what we do, but there is a big focus within that. And um, I'm just really excited about where we're going and our board members and community partners that have really been helping us with that piece. Yeah, that is really cool. It's great to hear that you guys are kind of diversifying where you are. I know that it's easy to be siloed and stick to the things that you know. So it's great to hear that you yes. guys are expanding your reach in our community. Yes. Before I let you go, is there anything else that you would like to impart to our podcast viewers and our listeners today about the cancer support community? Sure. So I didn't really mention exactly where we are. So we do have a headquarters in Blue Ash. We also have a beautiful space within the St. Elizabeth um, Integrative Medicine at um, Edgewood. So we have programs there and as well as an Eastgate uh, through Mercy Health. But the nice thing that COVID kind of taught us is that we can also do things to, um, for people who are in their homes. So we are doing the hybrid um, programs as well. So we can reach more people regardless of where they are. Yeah, that is awesome. And Kelly, anything else before I let you go? I don't know. Um, thank you so much. This was so much fun. Um, I love talking about what we do in our community. And if anybody is interested in volunteering, sponsoring, coming, um, we have lots of ways of getting involved depending on what people's interests are. All right. Well, Kelly, thank you again so much for being on the podcast today, today and sharing more about your organization. I really appreciate your time. Absolutely. Thank you. Hi, I'm Nancy Spivey, Vice President of Talent Strategies for the Northern Kentucky Chamber of Commerce. Joining me today is Rob Lugy. Rob is the National Employment Director for DAV. Excited to have you here today, Rob. Let's talk a little bit about um, the employment services that you offer to veterans and employers. Yes, thanks for inviting me today, Nancy. So the DAV has one of the most, if not the most robust employment-centric um, uh, space within the uh, veterans arena. Uh, we offer a host of different tools and resources for veterans and their spouses, separating service members, and also for employers. Uh, we wanted to ensure that employers had good information uh, when they look to hire veteran talent. Um, so we, if you go on our website, you can see all of the job fairs that we post on there. We average about 90 to 100 a year both virtual and traditional. Um, you also have a veteran-centric job board uh, on our website uh, that maintains currently about 410,000 jobs. Uh, we have tools for mentorship. We have tools on there to help veterans uh, and their spouses build resumes. Um, we have entrepreneurial information for those veterans and their spouses who have creative minds and want to work for themselves. Uh, so we've really come a long way since we started the program. We stood this up in uh, June of 2014. And we've evolved with the needs of the veterans and, and the space. And after COVID, everything changed. Uh, we pivoted a lot to the virtual environment. However, next year, we're going to go back to more traditional job fairs and virtual events because we still feel that in-person uh, greetings are, are so important, that first impression. 
we also have uh, information on our website that uh, allows employers to be recognized for their efforts in hiring veterans uh, and retaining them in their uh, space. And uh, those are really great uh, tools for employers to have. Also, within our website, employers will find a document called the Veteran Advantage, a guide to hiring and retaining disabled veterans. It was one of the first of its kind that was put out there. We published it originally in 2018. The reason we published it is because we felt the need to educate corporate America as to you know, hiring veterans or disabled veterans specifically and how they can be a great asset to their uh, company's bottom line. Uh, they're resilient people, you know, the soft skills that veterans have, their leadership, they can work independently, they can work under stress, they're great team members, uh, so they have a lot of skills they bring to the table up front, uh, and that's what employers look at. Uh, so we're, we're very proud of our website, it still evolves all the time, there's always something new happening and we want to make sure we capture that information for any veteran or employer that visits our site. So I don't think people may be aware, uh, you have a beautiful new facility in Arlanger, I think it's Arlanger Address, it is. Um, and that's the national headquarters, correct? That is DAV's national headquarters. We left the Cold Spring um, uh, space uh, June of last year, and we had had that space since 1966. Uh, so it became outdated. Uh, we didn't need the space that we had because a lot of what we used to do in our a large uh, area we used to put together our magazine and open up all of our mail and all that kind of stuff and since we've automated a lot of those processes we just didn't need that space plus it was becoming uh, a little expensive to maintain mm -hmm. uh, so about two years ago uh, executive leadership knew that we needed to uh, build a new building and we needed to we needed to put it in a place where folks would get to see us it was we needed to make sure that companies and entities within our own backyard knew we were here because this is the national headquarters for the DAV. We do have a second headquarters in Washington, D.C. that is our service and legislative headquarters. Uh, so they run all of the field offices where our national services work, um, service officers work. We also uh, have a robust legislative program. Uh, so a lot of our folks from the legislative team are all over the halls of Congress getting uh, the representatives to support veteran-centric resolutions and turn them into bills that we can actually get votes on to enhance veterans' lives. Uh, so 860 Dolwick Avenue is uh, our new address. If you're going up 275 or you're going to the, inter, you know, the interchange of 7175, you'll see a big 200-foot uh, uh, flagpole with a huge flag on it. And when you see the front of the headquarters, it's very impressive. It's state-of-the-art. Uh, it was built. It was built to be uh, green, smart. Um, it relies a lot on natural lighting. Um, so we, we thought about the things that we needed to to do to build this uh, this new building that would stay for another 50 years. Uh, we wanted to be something that would be viable. And I'll tell you, if you come visit our headquarters, and anyone is invited to come visit our headquarters, when you walk in, if you don't have the wow factor, then you're probably, your mind is somewhere else. Yeah, you might be sleeping. Yeah, might be walking and sleeping <laughs> at the same time because it's so impressive when you walk in. Sure, that's right. And I was able to go and visit, and it is a beautiful facility. Um, employers that want to access DAV, 
and particularly if they're recruiting outside of our area, maybe participate in a job fair, use the job board, any other suggestions for our local employers? I would say local employers need to also look at the local assets available to them through their own state and county, which is the local veterans employment representatives and the disabled veteran outreach program specialists. They're embedded in every workforce office in the country. Okay. They are specifically there to assist veterans and their spouses to match them up with employers who are seeking veteran talent. Uh, they usually operate within a 25 mile radius around their offices and they encourage uh, employers who are looking for veteran talent to post their uh, job openings on their database. When a veteran or a spouse walks in and they present their credentials, their resume, you know, show that they're a veteran with a DD-214, they're uploaded in the database and they're cross-matched for what they're looking for. So I would say definitely use those assets because that's why they're there. I mean, these folks, and they're busy people, uh, they have a lot of entities coming to them. You look at the VA and the Veteran Readiness and Employment Program, a lot of times for job placement, they will send that person who completed their degree or their training directly to the employment office so they can be married up with employment opportunities. I would encourage also any employer out there, right now, it's, it's a very difficult time for employers. Uh, it's hard to find candidates uh, that want to work for, you know, the benefits that are being offered and corporate America is anti up and they offered more PTO, higher salaries, they're bringing on people because not only do you have the traditional attrition rate, but you have the great resignation that took place last year when sure. 47 million people bailed out of employment. We're still trying to figure out where a lot of them went, but many of them are starting to come back now. Uh, so they're reintegrating and oddly enough, they're going back to their previous employers. And their previous employers are so desperate that they're bringing them back because they're already trained, they already know their culture, they already know their jobs. Uh, so they're, you know, they're at a point where they need to bring them back. Uh, and that's great because at the end of the day, you want to make sure that you're um, fulfilling your obligation to the company uh, and to any employees, employees that are coming in and specifically new candidates. Great. It's been a pleasure talking to you about this, and we'll certainly provide your contact information for anybody that wants to follow up. I thank you for having me today. And just one last thing, uh, go to jobs.dav.org and access all of our uh, employment-centric resources and tools. Perfect. Thank you. Thank you. Hi, I'm Shannon Schumacher, Account Executive, Kentucky Market Leader. At Haran, we champion bold innovation to help employers and individuals thrive. As an industry thought leader, we explore new horizons in healthcare, benefits, employee engagement, and wellness. We work harder to deliver all the strategic benefits, planning, and execution you expect from a true partner. And we do it with laser focus on your short and long-term outcomes to help manage your benefits while improving your employee experience. Hi, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning into the podcast today with Kelly Schoen of Cancer Support Community and Rob Lugy of DAV. Make sure you snag your tickets to our DEI Summit Series on October 21st. Tickets for that event are limited. You can get those at nkychamber.com slash events. Thank you again to our podcast sponsors, CVG, C Crew Consulting, and Haran. 
Finally, if you are a member who would like to be featured on the podcast, or if you're interested in becoming a member of the Northern Kentucky Chamber of Commerce, please reach out to Lynn Aitlin. Or if you're interested in sharing your workforce strategies and resources on the NKY at Work segment, please reach out to Nancy Spivey. You can find both of their contact information at nkychamber.com on our staff directory. Thanks again for joining us. I'll talk to you all next week.